This is Upstate's HealthLink on air. Linda Cohen joining you. Well, it's estimated that more than 10% of adults in the United States, that's more than 20 million people, may have chronic kidney disease, also known as CKD which in the early stages is symptom-free, so many people may be unaware that they have it. Well, here with more on this and the challenges of living with CKD is Deb Palmentier, a registered nurse and the coordinator for the REACH program. She's the chronic kidney disease coordinator for the REACH program in Central New York. Welcome. Thanks so much for coming in. Thank you for having me. Let's begin, Deb, by explaining to our listeners what exactly is chronic kidney disease. Chronic kidney disease is when the kidney is not cleaning blood or getting rid of fluids like a healthy kidney would do. Chronic kidney disease has different stages. Um, A lot of folks that have chronic kidney disease will never progress to the final stages of four or five, Um, but if they do, they have diminished kidney function, which means their kidney does not clean their blood, they're not able to get rid of fluids. So the kidney has a very important, basically a very important role in our bodies, keeping does. us healthy. Yeah. And basically what it does is remove It unhealth- removes fluids and it removes toxins um, that a, like a normal kidney would just filter everything that our body does not need. What happens if your kidney isn't working, it accumulates in your bloodstream. Those toxins accumulate Um, And it's usually only at that time when people become symptomatic or start to feel bad. This can go on for many years with just a general, you know, not feeling well. Most of the time they present to a physician and find out they're already in, let's say, stage three or four of kidney failure because it truly is, um, you know, no symptoms. They really don't realize there's anything going on. So you say there are lots of stages, but you're saying that during the time they're developing to more extreme stages, they may not even know they have this problem. That's correct. That's why we recommend that they get screened. It's very easy um, to get screened if you have any kind of kidney disease. There's uh, a simple blood test, a simple urine test that values get measured, and um, early detection is the best way to deal with this disease. And and prevent further damage. Yes, correct. So who gets it? I mean, basically, what are the risk factors for people who get chronic kidney disease? Um, Diabetes is the number one cause of chronic kidney disease with hypertension or high blood pressure right behind it. Um, Certain ethnic groups are more prone to kidney disease. Really no reason why, but they are. So African Americans are three and a half times more likely to develop it? Yes. And how about Hispanics as well? Their rate is also a higher level just just because of of their ethnicity. Um, Age plays a factor. You know, once you hit 60, our our body functions change, and that makes you a risk. If you have high blood pressure, certainly you're a risk. Cardiovascular disease also makes you puts you at risk, or is it basically as a consequence of having the kidney disease? It can be either or, to tell you the truth. Um, so the, the main thing is if you have one disease process going on, take care of that disease process so it doesn't progress to chronic kidney disease. And when you in, at the very um, greatest stage or the last stage of chronic kidney disease, you're really in what they call end-stage renal failure or end-stage renal disease. Right. Which means what? Once you reach end-stage renal disease, that means you have less than about 14% of your kidney working. 
Um, you either need to have a transplant, a kidney transplant, have dialysis, or unfortunately death will result. So you really become completely dependent on dialysis for life if you end up with end-stage renal disease. You do, and, and it's basically based on symptoms. You know, some folks might be at 13%, but they still feel okay. They're still doing all right. Um, you know, we don't like to start dialysis until that person is really feeling. Usually it's fatigue, kind of foggy because the toxins are building up and just unable to maintain their daily activities. Um, then is when we really recommend they start dialysis. And generally, does it affect both kidneys simultaneously? It can be either or. You know, as long as you have one kidney working greater than that 14%, you're okay. Mm -hmm. And other issues that arise from this, as you said, people can have things like high blood pressure, pulmonary edema, some issues around their their bones as well. What happens with that? The kidney deals with many, many other issues in our body than than you like to think about. It plays a big role in anemia. Um, The kidney has certain hormones that kind of tell our bone marrow to make more red blood cells. We lose red blood cells every day. When that kidney function diminishes, that signal doesn't get sent out. So many of the folks become highly anemic, which contributes to their fatigue. The other part is bone disease. Again, the kidney secretes hormones when it's functioning 100%. As that function diminishes, those hormones don't get secreted. So we have calcium and phosphorus imbalances in the bloodstream, which influences bone health. If the phosphorus increases, it makes our bones pretty soft um, and multiple, you know, um, bone breaks, fractures, um, immobility just related to those levels can result. So it's a pretty serious organ, pretty necessary for life, then the functioning of what it does by removing the toxins out of our blood. Is is it your recommendation when you mentioned that you you can go unnoticed for many, many years? If people are getting regular checkups and their blood is being drawn in a routine physical with a primary care physician, is it likely that this will be picked up in an appropriate way? Usually, and that's providing that you have, you know, your primary care physician. You go for that annual physical exam every year. If you do have diabetes or you do have high blood pressure, you know, we suggest that you speak with your primary care doc and say, you know, screen me, make sure my kidneys are working 100%. So it's not necessarily routine as a part of an annual physical. You're saying it's mostly if you have these other conditions which might lead you to be more likely to develop it. Certainly at that, at that, with that aspect, yes. But also, again, if they do a lab, a simple chemistry lab test that's usually done at your annual physical. So it will show up. Would give an indication that you may need to pursue. If you're just joining us, you're listening to Upstate's HealthLink on air. I'm Linda Cohen along with registered nurse Deb Palmentier, and we're talking about chronic kidney disease and the possible consequences. So once you've ended up... Um, with, let's say, chronic kidney disease or end-stage renal disease, and you require something like um, dialysis, that must be a great challenge for the lives of, of your life, your own life, and your family members. Tell us about that. What is it like, and how do people manage that? It is. It's, it's life-altering. Um, it, it impacts the whole family dynamics. Um, it really does um, make people just 
many people get depressed. Um, many people just want to kind of give up. Um, and you're tied to a machine. How many times a day or how many times a week does someone have to go for dialysis to be sustained properly? There's different options available for these folks. Um, if you go to a center, it's three days a week for usually four hours. Um, you know, and you have your treatment. Um, if travel time may be involved for a lot of folks, so sometimes it's a day. It's a whole day where, you know, you're getting your treatment and by the time you get home, it's dinner time. It's, it's like having a full-time job, hmm. you know, plus taking your medications and you're on a, on a restricted diet. Um, it's very challenging for these folks. So you are involved in this program called REACH. It stands for Real Engagement Achieving Complete Health. It's focused on chronic kidney disease, and you provide education within the community. Tell us a little bit about the program. REACH was basically founded to assist and help these folks with chronic kidney disease cope with that disease. Um, a lot of times what happens is it's they end up urgently in, in the hospital um, getting a dialysis treatment or having to make decisions when they're not feeling well, and these decisions can be life-changing. So if we can get to these folks earlier, in the earlier stages, and it may not even progress to dialysis, but the concept is to educate them and let them know what they can do. Um, there's certain things they can do to prolong that life of their kidney, um, certain things to avoid. All possible, we try to help them avoid dialysis. If dialysis does happen, we guide them through that process because it is totally overwhelming. I don't want to run out of time, but in the little bit of time we have left, what are the kinds of things you recommend to people to avoid ending up in dialysis? Or what are the kinds of things you recommend that they do to improve the health of their kidney? To avoid dialysis, you know, you need to follow up with your physicians. You need to make those appointments. You need to take your medications. If you're a diabetic, you need to con control that glucose, that A1C. You have to control that. Um, you know, you have to somehow accept that you do have this disease, and sometimes that's the hardest part. But basically, your role there, how do people find out about you? How do people come to you? Is it the kind of thing they go and have sessions to talk? Yes. Um, any physician can refer. They do, they do need a referral from their physician, whether it's their kidney doctor or their primary care doctor. It's free. It's individual sessions. Um, you know, we get to know each individual we come involved and try to help them plan what's good for them. What is their best choice? What works in best with their life? It sounds to me like not many people probably know about your program, and you're saying it's free to the public. Who supports it? It is. Dialysis Clinic Incorporated does, which, which is a not-for-profit dialysis clinic um, from Nashville, Tennessee. And we just started this program locally in October. So we're just getting the, the ball rolling with this, so we're trying to get the word out. But um, it's open to anybody in the area with chronic kidney disease. Well, I want you thank you so much for coming in and sharing that with me. It's very hopeful information, and I think people should know about it. My guest has been Deb Palmentier, a registered nurse and the REACH program, Chronic Kidney Disease Educational Program of Central New York. She's the coordinator for it. Thanks so much for coming in. I'm Linda Cohen, and you're listening to Upstate's HealthLink on Air.